Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Good morning. I'm Andrew Howison, joined with Sophie Cartwright. Sophie, we've never done this before. Yes, we have. Together? I think once before. This year? Yeah, yeah. I think once. At least once, I want to say. Usually I have um, the lesser Sophie, Sophie Proc, that I do this show with, <laughs> um, but she's not here this morning. So I have the honor to do it with my favorite Sophie, Sophie Cartwright. That's saying um, something because there are quite a few at this station. I'm not going to lie. Yes, there is. Um, if we had Sophie Proc here, that'd be three Sophies just on the morning show. Wow. Later. Andrew, I don't yeah. know about you this morning as well, but it was so dark because of uh, fall forward. Or no, spring forward. Did yeah. Fall back. No, <laughs> it's spring. spring so you forward. get a spring forward. It was but you lose so an dark. hour instead of when you fall back, you gain an hour, and when you spring forward, you lose an hour. Mm, but this is or the. You, Wait, when you fall back, you no, gain an hour. An when hour. you spring forward, you lose an hour. But this is like the natural way that it normally is. Did you know? <laughs> the like, natural is, way. Yeah. You this know what the like natural the natu- way is? Picking one and sticking with it. If I run for Congress, and by then, if they don't pick one, that is my first thing I'm going to do. Like, I think they the, the senators passed a bill. I believe it was every 100. Year, about, I want to say every year when it occurs, spring forward or fall back, they try to pass a bill to prevent it not prevent it to make it stop happening and then it just gets like looked over once everyone but they all vote yes they all it's like who why is it this getting passed i think that was like the first 100 percent bipartisan bill Mm. like ever someone actually told me to that they were doing some research on it and by completely eliminating fall back it would bring up like our i think it was our gp no i forget what it was it was but it would just the economy because people are working more yeah because it would um, I guess just growing seasons would be better or something like that. People would wake up different times, but it would solve a lot of issues. So I just, it's just, I, it's, I think it's hard to adjust. Yeah, it is. It's but once like, everyone adjusts, one. then it's like, oh, okay, we're fine. I know, but, and then it's fall and then you have to readjust. I mean, I know it only takes like, you know, everyone's probably adjusted by now. Yeah. Um, mm, I'm not. <laughs> a lot of people are adjusted by now. Um, but it, it doesn't make it, you know, they had it back then for farmers when they needed the daylight. Yeah. Oh, yeah and now, and now, you know, there's electricity and light yeah, so and farmers don't need, don't need, bill. yeah, the, the importance of the sunlight and also just for people with like, you know, using candles and stuff. But now everyone <laughs> has, has lights, believe it or not. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not needed, but, um. That's our little tangent. Yeah. That For was... teenagers, it's hard waking up, losing an hour of sleep. Agreed. But it is nicer when it's lighter later in the day, I would say. No, absolutely. But if we kept it as daylight savings, then it would, it would just... just... Sol- no, we would keep it as the way it is now, because this is the way it is normally. Yeah, and this is the way we want it. Yeah. We should start Facts. a daylight savings like we should start... committee. We should make like a, a club for that at the school. <laughs> Write bills to senators. <laughs> I think it's the House of Representatives that won't do it. I think it's the the senators all voted yes. I just don't think we'll the House has. But uh, apparently they have bigger issues to solve. Mm-hmm. But bigger fish um, to fry. Speaking of bigger fish to fry, um, did you know that the second largest bank failure happened about a week ago? I did hear about that. The Silicon Valley bank bank in California. Yeah, that was that was quite the story. I will say, it's it's. I, it's difficult for me to talk about this subject because I'm not like a economist nor uh-huh. my banking effort. This was um, just a, a fun fact. This was the second largest bank failure in the United States, which is I, crazy. I said that. Oh, what? Yeah, I said, did you know that last week the second largest oh, bank I, failure happened? Yeah. Oh, I thought, oh. Yeah, that's okay, though. You said second largest bank. Nope. I don't think they're hmm. the second largest bank. No. Anyway, basically, um, I'm going to simplify it and... Um, uh-huh. If you guys don't know, which I'm sure everyone listening knows, it's it's really um, important. Um, <laughs> the bank went <laughs> the the bank went bank. I mean, the bank just didn't have enough money, mm-hmm. um, and now it's the talk in the past week has been about what is um, what is um, the federal government going to do? Oh yeah, and so, what of people's money the FDIC is protecting as well because that was 
also a large issue on that. Well, the one hand is um, more than just the FI, um, FDIC is just the other. So that bank works with a lot of startups and companies. Yeah. Um, and just the big talk is like, you know, the, the federal government only insures up to $250,000 for mm-hmm. um, lenders like us. Um, so now it's a question of what is the, the bank going to um, or what is the federal government going to protect? And it's really just um, Biden came out basically saying he's going to refund everyone. Um, but it, you know, it puts him, it puts everyone in, in a hard place. It's it like, does. what, how, you know, you just think, how does this, how does this happen? It, it what, is hard to, because it's contagious too. Like when everyone starts to start pulling their money out and getting deposits, it can have effects across all the states. So, yeah. And that's what you battle, you know, it's on the one hand, it's not the federal government's job to mm-hmm. bail out these big banks when their only job is to manage money. And if you can't do that, but on the other hand, you know, Roku is 30%, a massive company have 30% of their money in there that they just, you know, would lose. Um, And it's like, okay, well, if Roku now loses their money, then their employees are going to lose that. You know, it's a dominoes effect that could, you know, lead to a recession. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what he does um, with that. It's, they need like a, a... dumb it down version because i'm trying to read i was reading the news like the past yeah, couple it's, of it's days always, it's always a lot of big words they they write the articles expecting that everyone yeah. is familiar and knows the economy and how it works so or maybe we're just you know yeah they just need a high school a high school version <laughs> yeah they they need like a, a 30 word um they need like a like a 30 word summary in like Fortnite terms i'm, like, I'm sure honestly they could plug it into chat gp or we could plug it into chat gpd Say, sim- and- say simplify. It, does it do that? It probably does, doesn't it? I'm sure it can. That thing is... is um, Insane. It is. It really is. And we'll talk about that a little bit more um, later. Another thing that has happened, um, big news here, Russell big. Wilson's house dropped $10 million. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Started at $36 Insane. million. Now it's $28 million. I feel bad for the guy. I think we I should do. start a, a GoFundMe just so we can get his $10 million I didn't see, back. I didn't see what the Zestimate on it was. <laughs> if it was, if How high it was originally. Uh, it's funny. just because of the economy or just he's trying to... He oversold it. I just don't think a lot of people have $26 million laying around to okay, put... Or $36 30, million. Yeah. It's a hard scenario to too house. because... If it were a regular house, owned as in owned by a regular person, I'm sure this would be the normal price would be going for like 26 million. But he's probably trying to get that extra 10, 10 mil push just because oh, why? He is he's Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, I don't know. Say, Do I you feel, think people that rich care? I think so. Imagine saying just, your vacation home is like oh Russell Wilson's old house. But if you have 26 million dollars, you're probably also famous. You're probably also investing in better things than a. True, twenty six million dollar house. Anyway, um, it is it is interesting, you know. And I don't, people really don't want to buy houses now. I mean, we're talking about all this no, economy issues, not a good time. and um, interest rates are seven percent. If you bought a house sell. again, you know, a house, you know, five years ago it was like three percent mm-hmm. interest rate. So now you're just paying more. Yeah. Um. So I don't know it's what the reason is, and you know, some a lot of houses. I think like, was it Paul Allen or Bill Gates or selling one of their houses? I mean. It's like a, it's like a hundred million dollars. It's like yeah, of course. Are we at the highest interest rates in in four decades? Four decades. Wow. So it's not not a great time to um, buy, Mm -mm. but they're doing that to curb inflation, which is yeah. um, They you know the the other part of this banking thing too is how does that how is that going to work with inflation? Yeah. Um, And inflation has been down, I think, for the the seventh. Seventh or eighth straight month has it? Yeah, but it's still higher than what they want it to. Oh, yeah, and it, it, it's rocky. It's like you know, it's you know, it's one moment subject. you know, it's, part yeah. of the month it might be really high or might get really low, and if you have bank failures, you're just adding a whole nother. Yeah, you're it's just unstabilizing. It's hard too because it's so easy to increase inflation by giving out like checks and just helping in those sort of ways, but then to bring it back down takes centuries at times. So. And you, you, uh, the third piece on top of that is the the um, the debt limit. Yeah, we've reached thirty one trillion dollars, and a- and with Republicans having the House of um, Representatives, they're not 
one of their biggest issues is less spending. Mm -hmm. So we're having to curb inflation, bank failures, and then (laughs) spending $31 trillion. What a time Um, to be alive. It is. I will say. And and there's flooding in uh, California and New York. (laughs) And fires Um, on the other side of the country. Actually, I guess the fires are in New York. Um, it gets stressful, but do you know what we can look forward to? What can we look forward to? Drake is having tours. Um, since 2018, Drake has not yes. toured. He is going to be back touring. Um, balance is restored. Balance is restored. I've so, been hearing a lot of different artists going on tour in this last, I want to say like two weeks. I've just been hearing about a bunch of tours. We see like SZA, Drake. And what's interesting is people are... You know, we're talking about all these economy um, instabilities, and yet people are willing to drop like five thousand dollars on Taylor Swift. Yeah, so there's still, Taylor Swift was the huge one. There's still even more. There, the amount of drama I've been hearing about that. One of my good friends is a Taylor Swift stan, if you will. Yeah, and she is. Oh my, she's first of all, she's very upset about all the Ticketmaster issues. That Did she not get a ticket? No, it was she didn't get tickets for it. No, it was very bad. Um, but she was like on the list to go first, and like all the stuff, and she did spend money on it too, getting on like the list to be one of the first people who was like emailed about the tickets when they came out, and then ended up not getting a ticket. So there's it's it's a big issue right now for a lot of people. Yeah, it's like this you know, the Taylor Swift ticket drama. Well, it's just interesting how you know you talk about oh you know the economy is looking so gloomy mm-hmm. and then pe- people <laughs> okay, are out there like yeah let drake, me spend you go. know yeah let's go and, and see drake but in honor of drake we're gonna be playing hold on we're coming home by drake here is that right now are back what a song by drake hopefully some of our listeners right now are going to be able to hear that live (laughs) that would be crazy yeah so um he is going live on august 25th at 7 p.m at the climate pledge arena okay you're able to um buy tickets starting on the 17th you can go to our um of march uh yes in three days. You can go oh. to everyone's um, favorite website, Ticketmaster, yes. for a countdown um, for them to talk to you about that. But there's also other important news, and we're going to bring in our news person for today, the one and only Elise McDonald. Elise, good morning. Hello, Sophie and Andrew. How are you guys doing today? I'm just great. Incredible. I was just thinking about that Drake concert. You know, I have to get tickets. I really? am an avid Drake fan. Um, I have to say, have you guys heard Poppy's Home? No. Yeah, My I've favorite Drake song. Nobody knows what it is. Is but... that the one? Is that part of the album where he got in a little bit of trouble because his album cover was just a bunch of emojis? Um, <laughs> or is that a different one? Yeah. Oh, That's okay. the album cover with Yeva's Heartbreak. Um, anyways, as being an avid Drake fan, mm-hmm. I like feel like I have to go see this. Yes, of course. How Hold much? On. How much? Are I don't you think ready there's a Drake on that Drake concert because oh. I, I already know it's going to be a lot because I as know, you see a lot of these yeah. artists who are just rising and rising to fame, like Taylor Swift too, the tickets uh-huh. are just insane. They get astronomically high. So. I mean, I'm a fan. Don't get me wrong. But, mm, you know. Okay, you started with avid Drake fan and now you're just... No, you're, I'm you're sorry. Moving, no, no, no. Back. Let are me move back up. Let me move back up. Okay. I am an extreme Drake enthusiast. Okay, because you're switching, you're switching up on I'll us. hit it with that one. Great. Anyways, <laughs> so I think I'm going to take over on the news and we can steer away from Drake for a little bit. Got it. So, hello, I'm Elise McDonald here on 88.9 The Bridge, here to give you some news you can use. After a large run on deposits, the Silicon Valley Bank has officially been marked as the second largest bank failure in the United States. Many depositors are left to wonder exactly how much of their money is protected by the government. You can find more information about this on FDIC.gov. Moving on to a more global scale, only 13 world countries and territories had, quote, healthy air this year, according to a new air report based off of the 2022 IQ report. Along with that, the top three countries with the worst air quality were Chad, Iraq, and Pakistan. This is definitely some scary news, so I'd make sure, especially during wildfire season, to go check the air quality before you spend too much time outside. 
Right here at Mercer Island, Nick Wold has just been named the principal. After previously serving at the, as the school's intern principal, Wold joined the district six years ago as the associate principal, and MIHS is so excited for what's to come. I'm Elise, and that's your news on 88.9 The Bridge. Elise, thank you for that. Um, you know, with all this bank stuff and instability, um, this is how how I um, this is where I now keep my um, my um, money. Wow! So if you hear that, that is my piggy bank. Um, um, here, let me just uh, shake it one more time. <laughs> Um, you know, I just, I don't, yeah, I just, I really don't trust the banks. So, um, I, I just now bring in, um, I have my hundred dollar bills in there and my pennies, Very my quarters and you know, I don't have to worry about it how getting much, stolen. How much do you have saved up in there? A couple thousand. Okay. Um, yeah, you know. Just for like a rainy day or college? No, I mean, it's just, it's everything I own. Oh, it's an everything. It's everything I own. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, you know. Roth, IRA, the. Yeah, IRA, no. Uh, yeah, all of it. I it's just, all in there. I, I don't need financial advisors. I don't need a Wells Fargo employee to Mm-mm. tell me how I can handle my money. I just, I can handle my own money. I'm an American. Um, there it is. I just, I love the. <laughs> I love having my money on. The only way someone has taken my money is if I drop it and it falls Mm -hmm. or if I die. Wow. Otherwise, my piggy bank is going to stay with me. Um, So no no bank failure. My piggy bank won't fail unless maybe I drop it. The viewers or the listeners can't tell, but Andrew's actually holding a quite neon pink. Yes. Large piggy bank Mm -hmm. um, with a tiara on it. His name is his name is Pork Chops. Oh, yeah, because oh, he's, he's he's you know has a lot of has a lot of pork. In is this him. like coins or bills or both, just a combination? Both. It's a combination. Yeah, um, I have a couple cool. of Chuck E. Cheese coins in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Those have so, definitely gone up in some value, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, I should really track. I the, think the value of the coin is probably pretty high by now. I would say. If, you think I'm so? sure a lot of those are some antiques. Yeah. Well, um, I'll make sure to track the um, the Chuck E. Cheese. Um, the increase of um, Chuck E. Cheese coins, but there's also a decrease of school enrollment. And I want to talk about that. That is a big issue. We're going to have Mile Avales talk about the declining school enrollment, and then I'll talk a little bit about that after this. In 2015, the elementary schools on Mercer Island were bustling with students. West Mercer Elementary was lined end-to-end with portables, and the city had begun construction of a fourth elementary school to accommodate the high student enrollment. Today, just eight years later, circumstances couldn't be more different, as the Mercer Island School District faces economic challenges from the declining number of students. To find out what changed and how it impacts our schools going forward, I sat down with Superintendent Fred Rundle. The enrollment decline that we are seeing now was predicted going back to kind of 2016-17. So we were predicted to start declining, um, but it was going to be the gradual decline that we're really experiencing now. No doubt, COVID created a cliff, if you will. We lost between 200 and 250 students. We have to look in the mirror and know that we had families who were upset with the way that we handled at-home learning uh, and the online learning. And we had competitors and on the private side in particular who were moving quick more quickly than we were. And so I think that was one wave. If you take that aside, Miles, there are two main drivers right now to our lower enrollment. The first one are King County birth rates. Uh, since 2016, birth rates in King County have been declining, which then impact our kindergarten classes. The second thing that's impacting enrollment right now are new home sales or or availability and cost of living. Uh, home sales drop below 300 on the island, and so we're just not seeing homes turn over, and we're not seeing the, the influx of new students. These low enrollment issues are especially noticeable in the elementary schools, where there are only 240 students in the kindergarten class, compared to 350 in this year's senior class. Low enrollment spells trouble for the district because fewer students means less funding from the state. While some costs may go down with fewer students, others, like the cost of maintaining the buildings and the cost of paying administrators, remain constant, leaving the district in a difficult position financially. Rundle says that if these issues continue, the district may need to reduce the number of staff members employed at our schools. So when you look at potentially letting teachers or staff go, how do you make the decision of which ones? Mm Mm-hmm. 
the first one are contracts that people have if they have one year only contracts those are only good for a one year anyway so those are fairly straightforward after that we have to look at seniority and then we also have to look at what are the qualifications i also have to think about where are the students registering elementary is a little different because you've got classes so I have to look at, you know, how many third grade classes do we need across the district? How many fourth grade? How many fifth grade? Then I have to look at all the teachers who have credentials for that. And then I start reducing there. Would closing schools ever be on the table? Uh, they'll have to be on the table if we get to that point where you've got too few students in our elementary schools to really benefit from the economies of scale necessary to run an elementary school. One possible solution being considered by the district is open enrollment, where students from outside of Mercer Island could choose to attend our schools. We are considering many different options of what that can look like. You know, there are those who look at it as a real opportunity to, to diversify the school district or bring in new perspectives and new families and ideas. And there are others who feel that their tax-paying dollars go to the schools and other families coming in are then benefiting from something that they're providing so it becomes kind of political. We are a great district. Um, I've told people that if I didn't think that we had an exceptional district who can achieve despite the challenges and actually excel, then I never would have taken this. When I walk around the schools, um, I still see people smiling despite all the challenges. And ultimately, we're world-class kids. You all inspire us. So we're not, we're not going to let some of these external barriers get in the way of your education. You only get one third grade year or one fifth grade year or one tenth grade year, and we've got to make the most of it every year, and that's what we're committed to doing. I am super proud to be here, and I am more excited about the future today than I even was the day I took the job on July 1st. Thank you to Superintendent Fred Rundle for taking the time to share this insight with us. To hear the full interview, you can go to the KMIH website and listen to the MI Insider podcast. I'm Miles Avales, reporting for 88.9 The Bridge. What a story. I know enrollment is a very big, not, not yes, it is an issue, actually, uh, a very big <laughs> issue right now, a very big topic on the table, if you will. Yeah. I never thought about open enrollment that would, I guess, solve a lot of the issues. There's a lot of problems that come with it, though. There are. Um, yeah. So serving on the board, I've been in a mm -hmm. lot of these discussions. Um, positive of open enrollment, you get more students. Yeah. A negative is you don't really get to pick Yeah. the students. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But you have to remember, yes, each student brings in money from the state. Mm -hmm. But each student also has needs. Yeah. And sometimes they can cost more. So t sometimes you might actually have more students, but that can actually cost the district more. That's true. And I know that would be a uh, big topic in the community, I'm sure, too, because especially with a lot of levies and uh, a lot of tax increases on Mercer Island specifically, a lot of people, I'm sure, would be talking about that and how some people can get out of paying all the levies but still go to the school. Yeah, that's actually a, a really interesting point that I haven't thought of. Um, you know, our, our levies passed last year. Yeah, we just um, had a, a school one, right? Yeah, 71%, which mm -hmm. was the highest in the state. Yeah. Um, so the, our, our community still has shown that they really care about, about the, the public schools. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, I think there's it's not a lot of fault to the district with um, – you know, I think some people might want to blame it on COVID, and that's definitely, uh, and this, um, you know, that's definitely fair. But when we look at the demographics, you know, we're an island; we can't mm -hmm. keep building. We're yeah. not going to, you know, get ten new acres. Um, and houses cost a lot, and a lot of people can't with new kids can't afford the island. Um, so speaking of the news, I had the chance to also cover the breaking news of. Um, um, Mr. Wold being picked as principal, so here is my segment about that. Well, I'm thrilled to be announced as our next principal at Mercer Island High School. I'll just say um, for the last six years, uh, it's been my honor to serve as, a, as an associate principal. Taking the next step um, is, is, a, is truly a blessing. I'm, I'm grateful for um, you know, our superintendent, Dr. Rundle, and, and the rest of the hiring team that uh, have trusted me to take on this new leadership challenge. Uh, 
I couldn't be more impressed by our students um, and their passion for learning here at MIHS, um, our, our staff who create such incredible uh, learning opportunities for those students, and then of course our, our generous and supportive community. Uh, this is what that was interim principal Wold talking about his new role as principal at Mershon High School. After weeks of searching and interviewing, MIHS will have Principal Wold at the helm. Dr. Rundle put out a statement to the community saying that, Mr. Wold's understanding of the school and community, growth and evolution as a leader, willingness to listen, learn, and adapt, commitment to the best interests of MIHS, and dreams for what students can achieve gives me the confidence that he is the right person for the moment. Students reacted positively when they heard the news. For the rest of my senior year, I'm really glad that Nick Wold is going to be our principal. I think he's a super great guy, and there's nobody else better for the job. I love seeing him at the games, and he's always very excited, and I think he'll be good in a leadership position. I'm super excited to have Mr. Wold as our principal. I think he's a great fit with our school, and we're excited to have him as a permanent Islander. Principal Wold faces several issues affecting the school district and school, like a smaller budget and decreasing enrollment. Currently, there are principal shortages all over the country. One out of every two principals is not retained beyond their third year of leading a school. School districts across the country report principal vacancies and a lack of qualified applicants to replace them as a serious issue facing public education, according to the National Association of Secondary School Principals. Despite these issues, Mr. Wold told me there's no place he'd rather be. Andrew, I love this place. It's fantastic. We have the best kids. We have we have such a phenomenal staff. Um, I, I couldn't be, I hope that this is my last job. I hope that this is my last job, that I, I, I finished my career here at MI. I mean, it's been such a special place for me and my family. So, um, yeah, uh, let's go. Principal Wool joined the district six years ago in his work as the athletic director, associate principal, and most recently as interim principal. He will begin as the principal on July 1st, 2023. I'm Andrew Housen with KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Wow, what a feature. Great yeah. interview, great questions, great answers. Yeah, um, actually, the, the interview is old. Um, mm. So the, the quotes from the beginning I, I got yesterday, mm-hmm. and then the him talking about this being his last place, that was actually done in January Wow. when Walter Kelly um, resigned. Oh, so I reused that old clip. principal. Yes. Um, Very creative. Yeah, yeah. So um, I had no idea that uh, Mr. Wold was the athletic director at one point, too. Um, that... He still technically is this year. So yeah, as associate principal, part of his oh, roles in that is the, athletic director. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have an athletic coordinator, which is Lindsay Blaine. Oh, Blade. that's so, okay. That's what I was mixing up. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I've I've had the pleasure of working with Mr. Wold. He's mm-hmm. um, been been a big supporter of the radio station um, and, and this programs and um, of Student Voice. So I'm looking really – I'm very excited to continue working with him. Um, he loves this place, which I think is the the top, you know, what you need in a candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest, you know, he said um, when I was talking to him that he's not perfect, um, but he loves this place and he's looking to get better. So that's that's all we can do. Yeah. Um, to, and, you know, I just think there is a, um, you know, it's it's I think it's nice that we have someone inside the district. Yeah, especially someone who's served directly as intern principal so it's good that he already knows yep. the position he's stepping into mm-hmm. what he's undertaking so yeah, i'm excited for the future see what what is to come but for now let's listen to a bit of a throwback payphone hey. by maroon five can i give a little bit of uh <laughs> of, of, of intro about the song please, um, please so this morning we were talking about you know well what song do we want to play uh-huh. And I was thinking, you know, Sunday morning, Mad Maroon 5. That's kind of a chill okay, morning. That's never heard Sunday that one. morning, rain is falling. Never, you never heard, heard that, that song? Never heard that in my life. Well, yeah. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a great song. Um, but I just think people, besides Sophie, apparently, I thought like everyone's heard that song. So I was working no. with, yeah, Sophie Hill is nodding. Oh, okay. She'll be on it in just, just a little bit. It could just be your rendition of it is like. Um, really bad, probably. Anyway, I think Payphone is a, another good song by Maroon 5, so that's why we queued it up. You can um, text us at 206-275-9104 if you like Payphone. Here's Payphone by Maroon 5. I'm at a payphone trying to call home all of my change I spent on you. Where have the times gone, baby? It's all wrong. Where are the plans we made? 
That was Payphone by Maroon 5. Um, you know, I heard from a lot of people they did not like that song. Myself included. Myself included. I can't lie. Our I general think... manager, Joe, came in and he said, love the show. Don't love Payphone. <laughs> so, and he it's likes a lot just, of music. So. It's a little, not overplayed. I think it's just, it's an old song. Yeah. Which is no, no issue with there, but the issue resides where it was just a little bit too overplayed. When it was popular, and I want to say circa 2016? 13. 13. And you said you hadn't heard the song, so what? why you switch it up? You that said you've never one, heard... That was the song you were... Oh, sorry. That was the song you were yeah. singing? Oh, I think you were singing a random Maroon 5 song. No, this was the song. Oh. You said you're, you're switching no, up on me. of course I've heard Payphone. Sophie Cartwright, I'm done with you. I'm not a fan I'm going to bring it to my favorite Sophie. <laughs> that is Sophie Hill with the sports. Sophie Hill, good morning. How are you? Um, I'm doing great, but I do recall earlier you said Sophie Cartwright was your favorite Sophie. Oh. What was that about? Am I switching up now? You're switching it up. Yeah, you're switching up. That's tough. Sophie, do you like Payphone by Maroon 5? I love Payphone. Good. Okay. I was jamming in this room. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? Fine. We'll have have some more songs to hopefully make (laughs) up. um, For Hey, I I enjoy Payphone. That's why I played it. I wouldn't have played the song if I didn't enjoy it. Sophie Hill. There's a lot of sports. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on. So starting off big, the much-anticipated March Madness starts today with Pittsburgh playing Mississippi State at 3.40 p.m. and Southeast Missouri State playing Texas A&MCC at 6.10 p.m. Tomorrow, FDU will play Texas Southern and Nevada will play Arizona State. After these first four games will come the round of 64, so make sure to place your predictions now. The Seattle Seahawks recently signed 26-year-old defensive lineman Dermont Jones on the first day of NFL free agency with a three-year contract that's worth up to $51.5 million. This purchase has Seahawks fans excited and ready for the new season with this new player. Seattle hockey fans are disappointed after the Kraken loss yesterday against the Dallas Stars, 2-5. Their next game is this Thursday against the San Jose Sharks, so hopefully they can redeem themselves by taking the win. Mercer Island Sports has been just as eventful, with girls Batman taking a win, 6-5 over Sammamish just yesterday. What a great outcome for their first home match. Tomorrow, they play Inter- Interlake and are hoping to continue their momentum from yesterday. Girls Water Polo is preparing for a good season after having their first jamboree over the weekend, where they won a game, lost a game, and tied a game. Track has their first jamboree this Thursday at Skyline and is sure to have many great successes. There's so much to keep up with, so make sure to stay tuned to hear constant updates on all of our spring sports teams. That's all for today's sportscast. This is Sophie Hill reporting for KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Thank you, Sophie. It makes me happy that um, badminton is, is, is winning. They're my favorite spring sport out of all of them. I would have to agree with that. Um, One thing we can agree on. Yeah, yes. And I don't know the, the last time um, they've won. Um... Hopefully Joe's you know, listening too much. You know, I really don't want to diss the badminton program, but they uh, haven't won. But that's okay because they're winning now. They hate the only way. Is I don't up. think they the won. Only way won is up right now. Yeah, I don't think they won last year. Oh uh, no! But I think Which, there's been a, a few changes to the team. Uh, to start, they got uniforms. So <laughs> we're looking. We're looking at a good season. I'm excited for all the spring sports seasons and sports to commence. Yeah, you know, I I like rooting for the underdog. Mm-hmm. And that is our entire badminton and team. That, that would have to be our badminton team. And you know, there's a good, a good, um, they're a good underdog team. And As for the rest of our sports, though, frankly, not like we're kind of excelling right now. Yeah. When it comes to girls tennis, uh, girls lacrosse, so yeah, and boys lacrosse track. last year got second place to stay only or, losing sorry, to Bellevue. Oh, well, and girls, girls won state. Or, but so. is the boys' season is spring, right? Girls' season mm-hmm. is fall. No, they're both in fall. Uh, both in spring. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess they are. Bec- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see where that comes. But we're talking about news, and I think we have a subsection of that, a very important STEM news that you can use. Let's hear that right now. Hi, I'm Sophia, and this is STEM news you can use. Could the Earth come to an end in 23 years? NASA has just found an asteroid that is headed our way. But don't worry, there's a very small chance that it will hit the planet. The asteroid was discovered a few weeks back and is named DW2023. The diameter is about 50 meters, and its chance of hitting Earth is 1 in 560, or 0.18%. That being said, 
It's at the top of the European Space Agency's risk list of near-Earth objects with a non-zero probability of hitting Earth. We all just sprung forward a few days ago when our clocks shifted forward to daylight savings time. This brought us darker mornings and later evenings, a change some lawmakers want to make permanent. Interestingly, this springtime change has been linked to an increase in cardiac events, car accidents, and ch changes in mood. Experts say it could be due to disrupted sleep. It's just a one-hour change, but this shows how sensitive our bodies may be to circadian rhythm disruptions. How much plastic is in our waterways? Humans have filled the world's oceans with more than 170 trillion pieces of plastic, much more than previously thought. The trillions of plastic particles weigh roughly 2.4 million metric tons and are doubling about every six years. The weight of all the plastic currently is equivalent to about 28 Washington monuments. I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. Sophie. I don't want to die to DW132. <laughs> it seems like it's too late <laughs> Don't, right don't now. worry. Don't worry, 130. Is that oh, what she, she said? Did she say DW? Yeah, DW132. I think she said that it was 23, di no, 23 meters in diameter. I don't, yeah. Was it? And I forgot the statistic she said, but it was kind of like. It was definitely not a good statistic no, for No, it's us like people the win the lottery race. for a lot less. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Anyway. Yeah, I think we hear a lot of stories about that, actually, of asteroids coming. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of accidents. <laughs> um, there's also another one, like, uh, the big one, as in referring to the huge earthquake that's supposed to allegedly, 100 years overdue, hit us, specifically in the Pacific Northwest. So, I don't know if you're ready for that, but it's coming. <laughs> Literally prepare yourself. It's been due. I think um, this is like flooding in California, bank failures. Now there's DW132. Um, it's really kind of comical. Bad. It's really um, all of it is kind of comical. I don't I don't know. I don't yeah. think. There, I just think humanity is kind of built different for um, DW132 mm -hmm. to this hit us. It's like an SNL skit. Yeah. IRL in yeah. real life. Yeah. I just think worst of the worst. Um, the worst we, of the worst is we happening. We all jump on the earth. And then the planet will just sink oh, a little, right? Have you ever thought time. about that? Mm -hmm. How would that make it better, though? Because then if we all jump and the world lowers, the asteroid will go right over us. Oh, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. yeah that would work. Yeah. So anyway, um, when, when that's coming up, they'll they'll hire me, and mm. um, <laughs> I, I will fix that. Um, but, you know, we need to hear from people. We do need to hear from the people, specifically those... On the streets. <laughs> and by that, I mean the people that Annabelle Hegarty has interviewed in our school. Yeah, and, and this time, um, it she it, it was weird. I had to listen to it, and she called it superpower. Mm -hmm. And I was like, super superpower? People on the street, superpower? But it's people with superpowers. So it... Um, she's asking them like what what their superpower would be. Yeah, what do you um, think? Wait, what did you think that? I don't know. I didn't know. I was like super powder. Oh, it, okay. Yeah, it took me a while. Maybe it's like seeing, but this is gonna work perfectly. So We're you're, gonna you're hear, featured in this? Uh, no. Oh. We're gonna hear what people their superpowers are, and maybe we can think if that can destroy. DW-132. Oh, uh, so we're going to hear from the people, and then we'll see if we can um, blow up or destroy this um, asteroid DW-132. I don't think it's possible. Let's hear people on the streets. Hello, I'm Annabelle Hegarty, and this is... A series where I go around and ask random people random questions. This week, I asked my peers a question that sparked some excitement. And that question was, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Let's hear some answers. I would like to be energy man who never fatigued. Because even thinking about an answer to this question is making me tired. So I think I need a more energy kind of superpower. I would want to fly so that way I could get to places differently and faster. I would probably want to fly or have, like, x-ray vision, because flying would be really cool. Like a bird, except I hate airplanes, so then it'd be better than an airplane. But you could still, like, go in the sky, so it'd be really cool. I would want to fly because then I can get to places quickly. It would be in invincibility for no particular reason. 
I would say low-key invisibility because I would like snoop on other people, you know. I would want the power to be invisible so I can like go into stores and, you know. See, I won't because I'm not, but if I was invisible, I would go into stores and, you know, I would take a bunch of things and I would I would maybe hand them out to people in need and keep some for myself. Mind reading, but only if I could control it so that I could find out what people are thinking. I would probably want to be able to like go to like different like universes, like access like the multiverse, like a like, kind of like a Doctor Strange type of thing. If I could have any superpower, it'd probably be like being able to memorize or having like an insane like photographic memory, because like that would help me so much. Like I would not have bad grades. Just like think about it. Like that could help you so much. The power of probability, because you can be like, what's the probability that I get 100% on Mr. Peter's math or history test today, 100%, and then you ace it. You can do that with anything. You can be like, what's the probability that I can fly 100%, now you can fly. Right, so if I had one superpower, it would be the ability to see into the future. Probably the reason why is because I have a hard time living in the present most days because I'm always thinking about the next thing. So it would be great to be able to know what the next thing is to actually see. I want to be able to fully understand all the things we don't understand. Like in science, I want to be able to solve all the unsolvable questions that we just don't have the technology to answer. I would have the ability to teleport because then you don't have to get up. I would say teleportation because I could go wherever I want, whenever I want. Um, teleportation so I could travel without having to do the travel, like, hassle, you know? I would want to have super speed because I feel like it'd be really fun to be, like, super fast and just run everywhere. No, wait, I changed my mind, I changed my mind, I changed my mind. I want to have teleportation because, well, I can't drive, so I just want to be able to, like, get everywhere really quickly. Like, I'll just, like, snap my fingers and, like, boom, I'm at Chick-fil-A. Boom, I'm in Seattle. Boom, I'm at U-Village. Boom, I'm everywhere. I would want to be able to turn on and off my hearing so when people are blabbing at me, I wouldn't necessarily have to listen. If I could have one superpower, I would have to go with the basic answer of teleportation so I could travel anywhere without the hassle of actually traveling and I would never be late. Now, we just have to find a way to get all of us superpowers. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, and make sure to keep on listening to 88.9 The Bridge. I think everyone dies. Yeah, no <laughs> one survives DW132. We... Not one person. So let's start with Joe. He wants to be Energy Man. Energy Man is getting smushed by WD-132. <laughs> Maybe if it's like he could release energy yeah, somehow. Yeah, like millions and millions Some of... supersonic... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boom of some No, sort. but he just didn't want to be tired, <laughs> which I love the answer from Joe. That is but so real. That's not going to protect him from the asteroid that Sophia Lazelle is talking about. Everyone who said fly, I mean, that works, but if the asteroid's going to hit the but planet and the planet gets destroyed, they he's not, they're not going to be able to- come together and try and fly up and save it, but- I mean, they didn't say super strength. They don't have oh, flying that's true. so they're just going to hit the asteroid. And we didn't really consider, is everyone having a power or no one- well, I don't know. So anyone who said flying it won't okay, make it. Okay, I'm I'm thoroughly thinking about. It. I think Joe's power, energy man. I really feel like that could in some way because not well, only like electric bolts that could like yeah, break up the asteroid. that comes with energy. But I just I don't. He just said that he doesn't want to be tired. Oh, okay. So I don't know if we can stretch that enough. I see. I see. Anyone who said invisibility and stealing, oh, yeah. like <laughs> rice. Go. Uh, save yourself there. Anyone who said invisible? I mean, they're dying from the asteroid. Oh, one hundred percent. I think the only person who would probably live is if, maybe Ben, is the multiverse. Oh, he would just go into another planet that won't have an true. asteroid hitting that's true. it. Yeah, and okay, the, the probability, probability one, that was cheating. That is a cheating answer. Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand it. That like, was, I think just it, she, she understands the probability? No, she or, can control the probability. Oh. So that's just... That's just like changing everything, though. That's, the, that's like the changing, world is in your hand. Yeah, like you have. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, if if we're talking like that, then of course the, you know, make the probability of zero of the asteroid hitting. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if that answer counts. I think so. Smart that's, enough to think about it. Okay, that's fair. That's so fair. two people that. have lived from DW one thirty two. I think um, Natalie. Natalie could see the future, but how much would that help? I think if she knew when the asteroid was going to hit, she could like go into a bunker. 
if the would world isn't the, completely. Even, if, I don't know. Yeah, no, Natalie's gone. Sorry, Natalie. Sorry, but that's. Um, but then, it is a good skill to have. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if you had ability to see the future. Then I feel like I would live more for the future than the facts. present. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Finally, Tolly, he would live. He said to understand all the unknown. Oh. I think he could be able to to invent something oh, yeah. or he work with scientists, to... and we could somehow get rid of it. Mm-hmm. What so, would your power be, Andrew? I think I would have um, super strength. Okay. Um, just like I'd like be the strongest person ever. Like break steel, and that not only be, that, like so like convenient, but then also like um, super strength. Where if people were like like trying to attack me, I could live. Not not living mm-hmm. forever, but like I could be resistance to like bullets. Oh. So if like the FBI ever tries to like track okay. me down for okay. being a superhero, like I'm super strength and super. I'm like a shield around Yeah, me. so then you just... Okay, that's cool. I think yeah. I would shapeshift. Really? Yeah, because I feel like that really encapsulates multiple powers into one. I could fly, like become a bird, become a gorilla, get super strength. Now tell me, is are you Godzilla. actually shapeshifting or do you just turn into a bird? Like, are you going to look like a, a, a person that's now on oh. a bird? Or, right? I mean, are, are you going to oh, be like a, a white one. fleshy bird or are you going to be a... God, a, like a seagull. Yeah, or are you going to be a, um, just like a crow? Oh. Same with a gorilla. Is it going to be your face on a gorilla? No, and you're just absolutely gonna... not. I see. I'd just, I'd have to So it's more like changing it. into animals. Yeah. But like completely like wild changing. Yeah. <laughs> like wild Specifically grats. like wild grass. Is that where you get the, the inspiration from? Yes. Well, you know what? Sophie Cartwright, I think you're a fine girl no matter what, and you don't need to shape shift. Here's Brandy, you're a fine girl by looking glass. You don't need to change a thing. What a song.
Better than payphone? So much better. Significantly better than payphone. I think I sort of freaked you out at the beginning there when I said you were a fine girl leading into Brandy. Yeah, I know. I, I was really confused for a second. But we did that on purpose. Never heard that song in my life before, actually. Really? Not once. Not I like once. it. You know, I it's interesting. So I, I really enjoy like the Lumineers. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy Maroon 5. Okay. Um, and then I like a lot of classic rock. So, you know, Grateful Dead, so on and so forth. So it's really kind of a um, an interesting um, mix we have. It's good to have. I think it's very interesting when people have multiple different genres of music that they like instead of one. It's, it's nice. And I think especially in this digital era, digital age. <laughs> When you have that ability with Spotify, Apple Music, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can really listen to whatever you want. So Absolutely. You know, just, I think that's a positive we can take away. Mm-hmm. Music. The one thing we have to look forward to, aside from DW132, <laughs> aside from an insanely large earthquake that's supposed to come any second, honestly. And, uh, you know, volcano. The, the volcano is supposed to, the Yellowstone <gasps> cool. one, and that's supposed to destroy, like, half the United States, and that one's, like, about that. 75 are the, years are overdue. Are we in the hitting range? Yeah. We're not in, like, the really it's bad, but move. we're, like, in the semi-bad. Like, that's pretty I bad. know, but we're also going to move, like, Florida with alligators or Texas no, with No, you'd have to snakes. go out of the country. Do you have, oh, speaking okay. of countries, I'm you know a thing or two about countries. What country would you move to? Or where would you go? Where to, would I go? To, to, it's not like as a vacation, mm-hmm. but if like purely survival. Purely survival. I think I, it would have to be a small island somewhere. <laughs> probably, mm, the taxes would be so high. I want to say maybe like Fiji like or something. <laughs> maybe somewhere really far away from any fault lines. Yeah. And then you just have a little house there. Yeah. That somewhere sounds nice. Okay, but you're going to get there by boat with shark or are you gonna have a little like airplane you know i just think there's disaster wherever you look and there i think really, there really is no there's no good way out of dw132 no i just think you have to um take away that you live every day every day is a privilege to live and you should enjoy every day um and i think that's the best we can do wise words yeah well thank you so much it is 758 on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. We enjoyed having you. Um, we will see you again. Uh, that will be coming up right after our outro. Um, I have love hosting this with um, Sophie Cartwright. We've had a blast talking to you about um, <laughs> some depressing issues with some exciting things. Drake is coming. You can still Taylor buy Swift's Taylor coming. Swift tickets. Um, Couple thousand. You know, grand. think about buying a piggy bank um, and investing <laughs> in a piggy bank. But um, we hope we brightened your morning as always. I'm Andrew Housen. I'm Sophie Cartwright, and you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge, KMH, Mercer Island. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your breakfast on the bridge, and thank you for listening.